Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. So welcome, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, depending on where you're located. My name is Patricia Wooster, and I am a 13-time traditionally published author and book coach. 
and I primarily help entrepreneurs write and publish books that create an impact. And today we are discussing, and I am so excited to discuss this topic, it is Are You Prepared for Impact? So we're going to talk about pre preparation for impact. And if you're in this room today, then I know that you already are interested in impact. And this is something that I'm sure that you would love to participate in more. So the question I have for everybody is, are you just waiting and wishing to create an impact? Or are you actually creating an impact right now? And so things might get a little uncomfortable as we dig into this. But then the next 30 minutes, you will understand what type of impact you've already made in the world and how you can take it to the next level. So a few days ago, I was fortunate enough to hear Tony Robbins speak for several hours, um, along with my friend Dre Baldwin. And it was interesting because he brought up an interesting topic and he talked about imposter syndrome. And what he had to say about imposter syndrome is that that is a made up thing that we have created in, in order to make sense of our fear. So I thought this was really interesting because I've heard imposter syndrome come up in this room a lot. I've heard it across Clubhouse. I've heard it in books I've read, people I talk to. And his, his biggest message he was trying to get across is we've actually created our own syndrome in order to sort of justify or explain away this kind of fear that we have of doing things. And it helps us make sense of that fear. And I witness this every single day uh, because I talk to a lot of people who want to write a book and um, have reasons why they haven't started. And if you know the statistics, supposedly over 80% of all people want to write a book, but less than 5% actually do it. And the reason this um, actually is only 5% is it usually comes back to these fear-based questions that I hear. And they, they manifest, they're said in different ways, but they kind of, um, they all equal about the same thing. And it's that question of who am I to write a book? Is anybody gonna really care about what I have to say? Am I important enough to write a book? Um, who am I to think I can create an impact on somebody? What I have to say is maybe not that interesting or transformational. And why would anyone want to know what I have to share? What I, my life has maybe not been that interesting or my expertise is not that unique. And these questions are often followed up by statements like, I don't have a from here to there story. And what I mean by this is think about it. And my husband who actually just left corporate and he is coming into my business, he actually made this comment to me the other day. He said, have you noticed that every entrepreneur seems to have a story that started with illness, significant loss, poverty, abuse, um, a big money loss? Like there's always this big story. And that's because it's become popular to share that story because it's so inspirational. It's empowering. But you don't have to have one of those from here to there stories. It's perfectly okay to have had a, you know, a normal life to this point. We all have some sort of significant story, but it doesn't mean it has to be tragic, okay? The other thing that I hear is I'm not financially successful. And I always say, yet. <laughs> but you don't have to be financially successful to make an impact on somebody. In fact, 
some of the most amazing people that have created the biggest impact in my life wouldn't call themselves financially successful. So you, that's not a criteria. And then the third thing I hear, and I hear this a ton, is I see all these other people who have done these really big things, and that's not me. I have not done anything significant yet. These are all people that say they want to write a book or they say they want to create an impact on people. And I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Creating an impact doesn't have to be that big to you, but it can be extremely significant for other people. And so if I asked every single person in this room to grab a sheet of paper, I could within five minutes help every single one of you fill it up with ways that you've already made an impact. Are you a parent? Do you have parents, siblings? I bet you've done something for those people. Have you ever hugged someone just because? Have you ever written a thank you note? Have you ever sat down with one of your kids and just listened to them tell stories, even if it was boring, even if it was long, even if you didn't know what they were talking about? Have you ever held the door open for a mother struggling with a stroller and shopping bags? Or given financially a, you know, to a charity or your time? The list goes on and on. And we do these types of things every single day and we don't think they're significant, but they are. And I have found that the more I practice creating an impact and keeping it type, top of mind, the better I get at seeing others do it and the more it becomes part of my own personal identity. As soon as you start looking for impact, you're gonna see it everywhere. Because at the end of the day, it's all what we truly want to be. We all want to be impactpreneurs. We all want to have some kind of significance on this world. So I'm gonna give you an example of something that actually happened in this room a few weeks ago. So a few weeks ago, Glenn was filling in in Breakfast of Champions in the morning for Danielle Delgado. And during his segment, he explained the tremendous impact she has had on his life, both personally and professionally. And the thing that resonated with me the most, because I don't know Danielle necessarily, but was that bond and the way that he spoke about her. And it made me reflect on the people that have had an impact on my life. So I did two things immediately after that segment. I reached out to someone who had had a tremendous impact on my career 15 years ago. And even though I've already publicly and personally acknowledged her and thanked her in so many different ways, I reached out to her again. And the second thing I did was I reached out to someone that I had met on Clubhouse that I knew that I could provide assistance to that she cannot afford and offered my assistance. So by Glenn being impacted by Danielle and then sharing his story in this public forum, that created an impact on me, which then allowed me to create an impact on two other people and pay it forward. And here's the thing. Here's the crazy thing that happens with things like this. The law of reciprocity, which is we pay back what we receive from others, is heard by the universe. And I firmly believe that energy attracts like energy. And when I express gratitude and give to others, it's like a boomerang. It always comes back. So what's weird is after these things happened, unbeknownst to anybody, it's the first time I've ever even mentioned it, about a week later, somebody in Breakfast with Champions, one of the moderators here, who I've never met, I've never had a personal conversation with, um, we barely know each other, 
um, proactively reached out to me and offered her assistance. She heard a comment. There was a comment that I had made um, on the WhatsApp that we have for the moderators in this room. And she personally reached out to me and we're getting on the phone tomorrow. So in turn, she did what somebody else, what I just turned out, turned and did for somebody else when I reached out to somebody else. And that's how the law of reciprocity works. So the next step after expressing an interest in creating an impact is action and implementation. And sometimes this is where we get stuck. We get stuck waiting for some magic light bulb moment, waiting for something extremely big to happen, waiting for a financial windfall or whatever we think is the requirement of making an impact. But I'm going to give you five ways to start to get started. And I'm actually going to even tie this into writing a book if that's something that you're interested in doing. So the first thing is proximity. Who are you surrounding yourself with? Now, right now, you're in this room. You're surrounding yourself with champions. You're surrounding yourself with people who all want to be motivated, want to have a positive mindset. They want to be surrounded by people that are empowered and inspired. But who are you surrounding yourself in your community? Who are your neighbors at work? And who of those people could you create an impact for? The second one is success breeds more success. Track every single day what you've done to create an impact, and it will inevitably multiply over time. So if you send a thank you note, make a note of that. If you compliment a coworker, praise your kids, those are all impact things. They are multipliers. They will multiply forward for years and generations to come. And the third one, imperfect action is perfect. The great thing about impact is that your intention behind your actions does the heavy lifting. You may not get a reciprocal response, and that's okay. It's about you and your generosity and what you're choosing to do. And going back to Tony Robbins, he shared a story. I think he said he had like five fathers uh, during his childhood. And one year it was Thanksgiving. They had no food. And this is what actually propelled him to feed, I think he's fed like a billion people now, or given away a billion meals, sorry. Anyway, somebody rang the, knocked on his door, and they had food to deliver. And his dad answered the door, and his dad was too proud. He didn't want the food and started yelling at the person that was delivering it. And eventually, the person made a comment to him, like, don't penalize your family. Don't penalize your children because you're too proud to take the food. Now, his father may not have been grateful for what that person did, but the person who brought the food and also the person who gave the food to the delivery person, they were creating an impact, whether that person chose to receive it or not. And inevitably, it actually impacted Tony Robbins so much that it's become such a huge mission for him to feed people. So that's how impact works. It's about your personal um, intention in doing it. The fourth one is invest in yourself. Often the bigger the impact, the bigger the action. So a few days ago, I invested in a year-long mastermind program that's price tag was extremely scary. But I leaped because I know that not only will it majorly impact my business, but it allows me to impact my clients as well with that knowledge. 
So invest in the things that scare you. And it does not have to be financial. It could be investing your time, your energy, your resources. There's so many different ways. You do not have to financially, just like the, um, what we were just talking about with donating to Haiti, just going from clubhouse room to clubhouse room and spreading that message about Haiti, even if those people never gave a penny, they would be mobilizing other people to support that charity. So make sure that you can find something that wants your time, your energy, resources, or finances if you can do it. And the fifth one is multiply other people's impact through support, gratitude, and amplification. And what we were just talking about with Haiti, that's exactly what that means. And the story I was gonna share is when the hurricane hit Puerto Rico and they were so devastated and I'm in Florida. So we had to board up all our windows. In fact, our entire street, because we couldn't even find wood anywhere. We were actually taking the, the wood that is up in our um, attics that's used as a floorboard so you can kind of walk around. We were pulling those down. Everybody on my street, we have about 25 houses to use. And what we did was we found that there was one window in every single house on the street that is the exact same size. And so our neighborhood worked together. They mobilized and they cut and made sure that we had one safe room per home. We also had bottled water from floor to ceiling in every single garage. And then we had the rubber boots and the generators and all of these supplies that they tell you that they need. Well, the hurricane did not hit Florida, it hit Puerto Rico. And a friend of mine owns a private airplane uh, company and those pilots decided to donate their time and their gas to fly supplies over there. So instead of the people on my street thinking that they, you know, they couldn't do anything with all these extra supplies they had, what they did was they helped my friend multiply her impact by taking the supplies we all had over so they could be flied, flown over. And that's exactly what we were just talking about with Haiti. Support other people who are creating an impact or have already organized the efforts. And that's a great way to come, become involved. There are so many volunteer opportunities. And I am telling you from experience, and I'm sure everyone in this room has experienced it, is when you volunteer, I think I get more out of it than probably the recipients from it. So help amplify other people who are doing the good works. And so what does all this have to do with writing books? You know, we talked about um, proximity and how success breeds more success. Imperfect action is perfect. Invest in yourself and multiply other people's impact. And we first acknowledge the fact that every person in this room has already created an impact every single day. So I think we've all acknowledged we can absolutely do this thing. And so when it comes to books, and since we've already decided that we're gonna remove that doubt of whether we are worthy to write a book, um, and because my focus is always helping entrepreneurs write books that create an impact, which should be the goal of most nonfiction books as far as I'm concerned, but it's a way to leverage your expertise and provide value to others. So what we do is number one, is we make a decision to make an impact and tie it into the why for writing your book. When you understand your why, 
for writing the book, then you can write a book that builds the audience that you want to serve. So if you are a lead, corporate leader, but eventually you want to help startups, then what you want to do is use your leadership expertise and you want to start talking to the audience that you ultimately want to work with. So make sure you understand your why and you'll make a bigger impact. And number two, align the impact you want to have on others with the content you share in your book and the audience you build through your readership. So tie that why into your audience to create a massive impact for that person. And the way you do that is all the stories and examples that you share in your book should talk to that reader and where they ultimately want to be in the next several years. Because when you can inspire and empower others that it's possible, then you're going to build raving fans for life. And number three, make it a non-negotiable that you deliver a result to your reader. And that's a huge one because I think a lot of times when it comes to any type of impact type thing we do, we want to be all things to all people. But if you can narrow down on who you're trying to serve and give them a result, then what you have to say is so much more sticky. The impact you can make is so much bigger because you're tying it into just one thing. And it's just like in our last segment, if they would have come in and say that we want to provide supplies to every single person in the world, it would be really hard to zero in and create an impact on anyone when everything would have to be spread out across so many people and across so many different countries. So when you're working on some sort of impact, I talk about books. We always talk about delivering a number one result to somebody. And so that's kind of my um, talk today about impact because I think it's so important when we talk about in this room and I just saw so much alignment between the impact conversations in this room and one that, that Dre and I have in our writer's room where a lot of times people question whether they are somebody who is worthy of writing a book or if they're the book, they can't write the book yet because they're not big enough, important enough, creating enough change in the world. And we all absolutely are worthy of doing that. And impact multiplies. Um, the smallest of actions multiply forward. So I would love to open it up for any questions or comments um, from anybody. And if you're in the audience, I'm happy to bring you up as well. Uh, just raise your hand and we will go ahead and bring you up. Sophia. Yeah. yeah. Honor and respect to the room. Patricia, when you said in perfect action is perfect action, you had me there. Usually one would not think of that when writing. And I appreciate you saying that because we all have a story and I was taking notes as you were speaking, and I'm looking at my note um, with the three pointers that you gave us. Make a decision to make an impact, understand your why. And to me, this not only applies to a book, but to our lives. And I thank you for, say, for taking the time out to just share with us your gems. Thank you. This is Thank Sophia you. Thank you, Sophia, so much. And also when it comes to books too, that's another thing is like we hear like, I'm not a writer, I'm not a great, a good writer. 
And I hear this from some of the most amazing people, like people who, when I hear them talk or where they share their passion or their stories, it's incredible. And actually today, this morning, I talked to somebody who was in Barcelona and she's from Colombia. And so she said, I speak a mix of Spanish and English and my kids speak English. So everything gets kind of like, I'm, you know, every sentence has a combination of the two words and I don't know if I can write a book. And I said, that's what editors are for, right? <laughs> I mean, there's famous people that have books out that I'm pretty sure that they did not write them or they're not like, they didn't labor over them for years. They're really great stories. They had help and help is abundant. And so I think that if that's what's holding people back, there is everything from people like me, book coaches, or to people on the back end, like editors and proofreaders and everything else that can help shape your story. And there's also a lot of good books and resources out there to help as well. But as far as, you know, I'm not techie at all, like I'm terrible but that's not gonna stop me from building my business. I just kind of figure it out and I call in resources and help when I need it um, because it's it helps me get to my goal. And so I think that's really important because most people did not go to school for creative writing like I did. Most people don't have English degrees um, and that kind of thing. And it's absolutely not necessary. In fact, we did not learn how to write books in college. Um, and we all start, you know, at the bottom and we figure it out. And so I love that you made that comment, Sophia, because uh, that perfectionism is that's a nasty bug. And, you know, we all want everything to sound perfect and and stuff. But, um, yeah, absolutely. Share your story. I think it's so important. It's it's the biggest thing that connects humanity is our, our personal stories. Um, it's the biggest connection piece that we have. So thank you. Anybody else have a question or a comment? I think I brought up Neil. Neil, did you have a question or comment? Oh, he disappeared. That's a no. Did I hear somebody? Oh, I just laughed when I saw Neil. You asked Neil and he disappeared. I'm like, well, that's a no. <laughs> It it happens. <laughs> well, um, I would love to post a question to the people here on stage is what do you feel in this room that you have heard that has created a huge impact on you? We talk about stories. Has anybody heard a story that's created a major impact for them? Because I hear them every day, so. <laughs> Patricia? I mean, the one that I, I'm still, I'm still like thinking about what I just heard about the five adopted girls uh, when she didn't think she was going to have children and uh, the mission, of course. Uh, so that really was the last thing on my mind. If you're going to ask, uh, that was definitely impactful in a lot of ways. And I, I, I love you could just keep talking forever. I know that five o'clock is going to come around soon, but I love when you share. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you, Patricia. And you have an excellent name. So I appreciate you. I always remember you. I get messages and everything and so much encouragement. It's amazing. I think we've got somebody. I'm bringing somebody up now. I'm sorry. I can't scroll through very easily. So 
Linda, I see you flashing your mic. Did you have a comment or a question? Yes, you said, um, thank you so much for the space. This is Linda Sanders speaking. I wanted to say the impact that I've heard on this stage is the story of Glenn, of him, um, you know, wanting to end his life, but he was washed back ashore um, because he has connected us all. He's connected us all in this space. He's connected us all with his vulnerability. He's connected us all to be able to have met each other on in this room. And I, I felt that um, every day I'm edified in some way or another, whether or not it's educational, spiritual, um, you know, there's so many different facets of my life that I feel has been affected. And just the individual people that I could name for which I won't, that I've been able to meet and listen to their story and just be uh, just warmed by their growth and warmed by their continued, um, you know, quest for success and excellence. Um, it's just been a room that I've learned so much from everyone, no matter where you are in, in your stage of life, no matter what age you are, no matter what socioeconomic background that you're from or your your um, spirituality, uh, your religion, et cetera. So I'd have to say each and every person's story has been um, just a wonderful um, growth for me. So it's just continued growth because I just believe that life is learning and learning is life. And every single day that I'm here, I, I learn more. So those are the stories that I would have to say. And thank you for the space. This is Linda Sims speaking. I'm done for now. Thank you, Linda, and your presence here is appreciated and seen um, always. You're such a big supporter of this room. And one thing that you said that um, really resonates with me is when you talked about the stories. And the thing is, is nobody. it's really hard to connect with somebody when you're only sharing the highlight reel of your life. Um, it's really difficult to create those authentic relationships when um, everything that we put out there is all polished up and perfect. And that's one of the reasons that I come to this room over and over again. And, and from 5 a.m. in the morning till 5 p.m., I'm in and out of here every single day. It's because of that vulnerability, that authenticity, and the fact that people are willing to come in here and be real and talk about their challenges, talk about um, the ups and the downs and really help support each other through it and give each other the tools. That is the biggest impact for this room. Um, this week, Glenn has been doing a series where he's talking to the men, um, but many of us women stick around and listen to it. And it's really created a lot of very authentic conversations that in particular probably aren't comfortable for a lot of men. Um, the generation of my dad. My dad never talked about any of those things. He was never vulnerable. He was, he never made a mistake. He never shared his feelings or emotions. And just the fact that all of these people, these strangers, um, supposedly from all over the world, come into a public room and openly discuss challenges and setbacks and pose questions and, and support each other is truly amazing considering most people did not know who anyone else was on this app um, as of probably January of this year. So that's been a huge impact. And that's just a perfect example. I mean, you want to create an 
impact could open a room too um, about something where maybe you have some expertise or experiences and have it start a conversation with people. You never know what you share, what kind of impact that can have on somebody else. I mean, you really just don't have any idea when you can really touch somebody. So I appreciate everyone so much for being here. I Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.